0: Take a seat. That'd be fantastic. Well, I have a what a treat I have for you now. You know how I like quizzes. This is this is a, this is goes to a new level. Uh, this quiz is called "Where do we find these curtains?" <laughs> I I knew you'd like it. Um, so, uh, it's very straightforward. Really, you've just got to think, where do you find your curtain? In the back of your mind, I want you to have a think, um, why do we have these kind of curtains? Um, okay, so perhaps some of the children will be able to help me. Let's have a look at the first curtain. Some are more obvious. Where are those curtains? Some of the children like to shout out. In a house, yes. Any more specific? Go on, shout it out. Is a clue? Where do you find them? Anyone? Bedroom, isn't it? It's a bedroom. Eh, Fantastic. Let's have a look at the next one. What about that one? Where do you find that one? When you're unveiling something, isn't it? Yes, yes. Anyone ever done that? No? Um, When you're unveiling to reveal something, aren't you? Okay. So let's have a look at the next one. This is a bit harder. Anyone down here like to tell me what it is? What do you think? It is. It's a bathroom. Bathroom, shower, curtain. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, this is a bit harder. Anyone else? Put somebody along here. Where do you find these? Do you know? A hospital? That could, that's right. It could be changing rooms, couldn't it? Changing room curtains. What about the next one? Oh, I think you might need to... Ooh. Yes, you see what I did there? Anyone, maybe of us, what do you think, John? The iron curtain. Why was the iron curtain? It was to keep east from west. Yeah, a curtain there. Is there any more? I think that's it. Oh, there's last one. What about these? It's the theatre, isn't it? The theatre. Now, why do we have curtains? Why do we have curtains? We've kind of touched on it a little bit, the iron curtain. We have curtains, don't we, to separate. I've got a curtain here, and we're going to be thinking a little bit about a special curtain that was found in the temple in Jerusalem. Here's a picture of the old temple there. Um, It's no longer there. There's only the part of the wall that's left. But this was the temple in Jesus' time. And inside the temple, there was two parts, two main parts. And uh, they were separated by another curtain. Here we go. This is what it might have looked like. You can see the red curtain in the background, can't you? This is what it might look like. It was curtains. A curtain was there to separate, just like the iron curtain was there to separate, just like the curtain in our bedrooms is there to keep things out, light and and people. This curtain was there to separate us from God. This curtain was really like a massive not a caution don't slip, but a massive no entry sign. It was like a no entry sign to people. Now, have you got your pieces of paper like this. See, on one side you've got a, a green tick, haven't you? And on the other side you've got, you've got a no entry sign. So the curtain, you see, separated us from God. So do you think anyone could go into where God was? Because you see, God was behind the curtain, was there to separate us. What do you think? Green or, or Red. It was a no entry sign. No. Who thinks that they are, who thinks here that they would be good enough to go through the curtain? What do you think? Hold up your sign if you think it's green or red. Where are all those signs? I'm sure I put 150 out. Anyway, you're sitting on them, aren't you? So no, no, you couldn't. And who here thinks that they are perfect? Anyone think they're perfect? No. None of us are perfect. We've got a verse up there from the Bible, from Romans. It says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You see, our problem is that our sin separates us from God. Our sin is where we say no to God, No to God, I'm in charge. No to your ways. You see, no one can just go behind the curtain, can go through the curtain on their own because none of us are perfect. None of us are good. The curtain in the temple was a big no-entry sign. A big no-entry sign. But later in the service... We're going to see just how amazing Jesus' work is and how he makes this no entry into a come in. And we're going to find out about that shortly. So, we're now going to have our confession. So I'm going to hand over to Hannah. Please do take a seat again. We're going to think a little bit more about this this curtain that we've got here that reminds us of the one in the temple um, that separated um, normal people. It separated us. No entry, no entry. Normal people from uh, God. And God was presence was with his people behind the curtain. Now, um, but God, the good news, God found a way. And we're going to think about that now. God found a way. And uh, he gave us a picture A picture um, of how this would happen in the Old Testament. He actually gave us a picture of how this would happen in the first half of the Bible through someone called the high priest. Now, what is that? I wonder uh, what the high priest did. God's high priest was somebody that could go behind the curtain, but only once a year. Because it was such a special place. Now, I need a volunteer, somebody who might like to be the high priest. Oh, Phoebe, your you hand shot up. How can I refuse? Why didn't you come up here? If any of the other children want to see better, please do come down the front onto the steps. Now, you're going to be the high priest. Fantastic. Now, the high priest wore a very special robe, okay? A very special robe. Because you couldn't just go into God's presence dressed as you were. You had to be ready for God's presence. So they had a special robe and a very special hat as well. I think the hat's down here. There we go. There's our high priest. Do you think they look ready to go in, into God's presence? Hmm. They also, it tells us in, in the Old Testament in a book called Leviticus that they had to be whole. They had to be holy. They had to be without perfect, they had to be without physical defect. So here is our, our priest. The most important role, though, of the high priest was once a year to go behind the curtain and stand before God and make a sacrifice. For the people's sins, he bought blood to be to pay a penalty for the sin at saying no to God and I'm in charge and no to His way. So this is this is the bowl, okay? Now, do you think? How do you think she's going to get on? You're going to go behind the curtain. So once a year. The high priest waddled her his way <laughs> behind the curtain. You're going to leave it on the. There we go. You might need to pick up your. Gird up your loins. There we go. You come back out. So that was once a year what the high priest did. Now, let's just think for a moment. Do you want to go and stand over next to Hannah, Phoebe? Who thinks the high priest was really perfect? Anyone think the high priest? Anyone? What do you think? Have you got your signs? What do you think down the front? Do you think the high priest was perfect? What do you think? No, there's some shaking of the head down here. No. The high priest actually wasn't perfect. No. Now, was this a permanent solution To our no entry. What do you think? Was this a permanent? No, it wasn't a permanent, because year after year they had to do this. Who here really thinks that the blood of an animal could pay the penalty for our sin? What do you think that? No, it's not really going to be able to pay the penalty for our sin. No, you see, this was not a perfect high priest nor was it a permanent solution. Who would like to come up and hold? Do you want to come up? Do you want to come over here? So hold that one up, really nice and high. This high priest was not perfect. Eloise, do you want to come up and stand over here? And this high priest, his work was not permanent. So this high priest was not perfect and that his work was not perfect. Now, the Bible tells us, the Bible tells us that this was just a picture, a picture pointing to something else, to someone else who was going to be able to be a perfect and permanent solution. And of course that person is Jesus Christ, our great high priest. Now, listen to. We're going to listen to a reading. I want you to listen really carefully. This is actually the death of Jesus on the cross in Mark 15. Have you got your listening ears on? Down at the front? Yeah? Got your listening ears on? Let me read this to us. The death of Jesus, at noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing near heard this, they said, Listen, he's calling Elijah. Someone ran and filled a sponge with wine vinegar Put it on a staff and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down, he said. And with a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. That's what I thought. Look at that! Look at that! Jesus, dying on the cross, opened the curtain. Ripped it, in fact, right in two. Isn't that amazing? That is what this whole picture had pointed to. That, that moment that Jesus died on the cross, the curtain that separates us from God was torn in two. There was now nothing to separate us from God. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that great? Because Jesus, you see, instead of us, took the penalty of sin upon himself. The penalty that we deserved. And he took his own blood, as it were, into the temple and enabled us to be with God. Wow, isn't that amazing? What a great high priest. And of course... We're now going to actually have our reading, our second reading. So, Lucia is going to come up and read us. So, we keep our listening ears on for a moment. You guys, do you want to sit down?
1: The reading is from Hebrews, chapter 4, verses 14 to 16, page 1204. Therefore, since we have a great high priest with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need.
0: Thank you this Do you guys want to sit up? See, Jesus is our great high priest. Do you guys want to stand up again? He is great because he is actually perfect. It says that, doesn't it, in our verse. In verse 15, it's underlined for us. Yet he did not see sin. Do you want to turn it around now and lift, up, lift it up nice, nice and high? And we can see what it says. Jesus, the great high priest, is perfect. He's perfect. And we turn the other one around as well Eloise. You can turn it around. Fantastic. Jesus is our great high priest because his work is permanent. His work is permanent. He doesn't have, there's no high priest has to go in year after year. It's finished. As it says in verse 14, who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God. See, he didn't just offer blood of animals. He offered his own blood on the cross to pay the penalty for our sin once for all. So what does this mean for us this morning as we finish our talk? What does it mean? Jesus is the perfect high priest. His work as high priest is permanent. Well, it should give us, if we're trusting in Jesus, it should give us confidence this morning that we can enter into God's presence if we're actually in God's presence by his Spirit This morning, if we're trusting in Jesus, we should have confidence to come near to him. Let's read this um, verse that's in bold and underlined. Let's read this together. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our times of need. Isn't that wonderful? Jesus, the great high priest, has given us access to God. We're in his presence if we're trusting in in God, if we're trusting in Jesus. But not only that, he helps us in our times of need. And I don't know, you might be in a time of need this morning, a time of need, then God can help you. God is there through Jesus to help you in your time of need, to show you his mercy and his grace and maybe there's somebody here who would like to to reach out to God in that way this morning and there will be people over by the cross to pray with if you would like prayer or if you just want somebody to speak to do take that opportunity what a wonderful what a wonderful high priest we have to know that we can boldly come to God through Jesus Christ not in fear but in confidence because he is the one who has made access possible shall we just bow our heads and I'll lead us in prayer shall we close our eyes God our Father we thank you for Jesus the great high priest who is the perfect high priest who is the final high priest the one who is permanent has given us access to you through his death may we come to him daily seeking to trust him in all things, to reach out to him in our times of need and our times of plenty. For we ask in his name, the great high priest, Jesus Christ. Amen.